I'd like to welcome you all to the Department of Defense Bloggers Roundtable for Wednesday, February 20th, 2013. My name is William Selby with the Office of the Secretary of Defense Public Affairs, and I'll be moderating the call today. Today we are honored to have as our guest uh, Ms. Julia, Juliet Byler, Acting Director, Officer and Enlisted Personnel Management, who will discuss the creation of DOD's new Distinguished Warfare Medal, which will be awarded to recognize a service member's extraordinary achievements during uh, directly impacting combat operations since September 11, 2001. A note to the bloggers on the line, please remember to clearly state your name and blog or organization in advance of your question. Respect our guest time, keeping your questions succinct and to the point. And if you are not asking a question, we please ask that you place your phone on mute. Uh, with that, Ms. Byler, if you have an opening statement, the floor is yours. Great. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, I thought briefly I'd just make a quick opening statement um, because a lot of the feedback that we've seen since the announcement has have mischaracterized the medal, and so we'd like to be clear on the purpose of the medal and, and what it's for. So as, as the Secretary announced on February 13, he was, 13th, he was creating the Distinguished Warfare Medal to recognize a service member's extraordinary extraordinary achievements directly impacting combat operations. As you all know, modern technology enables service members with special training and capabilities to more directly and precisely impact military operations at times far from the battlefield. The DWM will be awarded in the name of the Secretary of Defense to service members whose extraordinary achievements, regardless of their distance to the traditional combat theater, deserve distinct department-wide recognition. The Secretary himself said that he has seen firsthand how modern tools like remotely piloted platforms and cyber systems have changed the way that wars can be fought and that we should have the ability to honor extraordinary actions that make a true difference in combat operations even if those actions are physically removed from the fight. The, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff further said that the new medal recognizes this changing character of warfare and those who make extraordinary contributions to it. The criteria for the award will be highly selective and will reflect high standards. And lastly, the medal, which is being designed by the Institute of Heraldry, will be available sometime in the coming months. So with that, I'm available to take your questions. Thank you very much, ma'am. And Mark, you were first on the line. If you'd uh, just introduce yourself and go ahead with your question. Uh, yeah, Mark Seavey. I'm calling from the American Legion. I'm curious, in particular, what circumstances led to this award being higher uh, than a bronze star? Uh, what actions would warrant this medal that would have been so above the criteria for things like an MSM that it warrants the creation of a new medal? Certainly. Well, the, all the, the service chiefs recognized that there was a gap in ability, again, the changing nature of warfare, and there was a gap in our ability to recognize service members for those like I said, extraordinary achievements that direct non-valorous that directly impact combat operations. So this was vetted through several uh, Joint Chiefs and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff tanks, and they brought their recommendation forward to the Secretary of Defense. Um, with regard to the, the precedents, again, he wanted specifically to recognize distinct impacts on combat operations. There are several um, for instance, the Meritorious, Meritorious Service Medal is lower than the DWM, but it is higher than the Service Achievement Medal. So there are various, there's a long-standing history of how we set precedents for awards. Thank you, ma'am. And uh, Dale, you are next. Um, yes, ma'am. Dale Kissinger from MilitaryAvenue.com. 
Uh, my question uh, comes down to, it, do you feel like there's opposition to this mill? Is it based on service uh, issues? The medal was unanimously rec recommended by the chairman and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So, so no, this this was brought to the secretary um, again unanimously by all the services. So, no, I would I would not believe that there was opposition to the medal. In fact, it was supported by all the service secretaries and all the service chiefs. And how would you characterize the opposition then from like the uh, VFW? We certainly respect the opinion of the VFW, um, but again. There are only three medals that are given solely for valor, and those are the Medal of Honor, the Service Crosses, uh, the Silver Star, I'm sorry, and the Service Crosses. And those, those are the only three medals that are given solely for valor, and the DWM is below, below in precedence than those three medals. Thank you, ma'am. And Michelle, you are next. Hi, this is Michelle Kyle from uh, Military Matters. I was wanting to know, I noted that this is going to be retroacted to uh, September 11, and they have yet to award this. Is that correct? This has not been awarded as of yet to anyone? That's correct. The Secretary um, announced the creation of the medal, so now the Institute of Heraldry needs to, to actually create the medal. That will take a period of months. In addition to that, each of the, mil again, the military department secretaries are the approval authority for the awards and that approval authority cannot be delegated. So each service secretary will define the procedures by which uh, service members will be nominated, as well as they'll define the procedures for how they're going to look at retroactive awards back to 2001. So they will determine at some point in time they may very well have their set of lists who might be receiving this award, but it's just a matter of going through the backstages I, I believe so. Yes, they need. They need to. In, similar to how we do all awards policy, each department does things a little bit different, differently procedurally, and so they'll insert the new DWM into their procedures how they see fit. So those who, when they want to input for this medal, they will go through the same procedure that they do now, all the way up to the secretary of each branch. Correct. Um, the one key point that I would have to point out, because this medal is for direct impacts on combat operations. Uh, one key is that the geographic combatant commander will have to certify those impacts before an award is presented to the military department secretary. Very good. Okay, and John, you were next. Hi, sorry, I had the mute button on. John Doyle, the 4G War Blog. Um, Ma'am, it seems like the the biggest controversy about this, and I know you've addressed this uh, already, um, the placement of the of this new medal above the Bronze Star, and I realize the Bronze Star is not solely for valor, but when the Bronze Star does is awarded with that V, um, I guess understandably some people who feel like they've been in, a, in peril have feel a little slighted. Is there any plan to somehow differentiate that so that these folks who have the um, the Combat V on their Bronze Star won't feel slighted, or is there any plans on language or, or whatever to assuage this situation? At this time, there's no plans to change. I mean, the Secretary and, and the Chiefs have made their decision. But one thing I would point out is there are, there are a number of medals that can have the V distinguishing advice, ranging from the Air Force Achievement Medal 
um, the Air Force Commendation Medal, the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal, the Joint Service. So there are a number of awards, far lower in precedence, that are also eligible um, to have a V device, similarly to the Bronze Star. So as I mentioned, you can have the Bronze Star is higher, but the Legion of Merit is higher than the Bronze Star in precedence right now, and that's for um, meritorious service over a period of time. Thank you. And I, actually, I, I would want to add one more point um, to, to clarify. The information we have is that only about 2% of Bronze Stars that have been issued since uh, September, 2000, September 11th have been issued with a V device. So the vast, the by far, the vast majority of Bronze Stars are not issued with the V device. Okay, thank you for that clarification. And Gail, you were next. Yeah, Gail Harris with the Foreign Policy Association. Just uh, a short, quick story, and then my question is uh, the best talk I ever heard was given by Charles Plum, a Navy pilot who was shot down over Vietnam and successfully pilot, uh, parachuted out of his uh, aircraft but was held POW for six years. He said years later he was sitting in a restaurant and this guy kept staring at him. And finally, he came over and said, uh, started talking to him. He knew him. He said, how much do you know? How do you know so much about me? And the man replied, I'm the guy that packed your parachute that day. I guess it worked. So my question is, do you have any story that you'll be able to tell, if not today, but perhaps in the future, that illustrates the heroism of people who, although they might not be on the front line, but are, are an important part of the team. Absolutely, I, I, I think we will. I don't, uh, as I said, the, the services are, so the military departments are still going through their procedures, so we don't have anybody lined up for the award at this point. Again, it's just been approved, and so they're going through their processes. But I think that, that you absolutely will hear stories like that, and I think that that was one of the, one of the reasons that the Joint Chiefs and the Chairman brought this forward to the Secretary is they recognized that there were people out there doing things and that they had that were extraordinary and that having but they were actually having direct impacts on the battlefield and they wanted an ability to actually have a distinct medal that would recognize that type of impact i i was happy to i personally was happy to see that and uh, i remember charles plum said that he was a little bit ashamed because he thought of all the times he strutted around the carrier as a pilot ignoring uh the people who didn't fly that's, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Thank you, Gail, uh, for the question uh, and the statement. Uh, Bryant, you were next. Hi, thank you very much for doing this. Um, I know you've already answered several times questions about precedence in terms of the Valor Awards, and it's also been said that this takes precedence over the, the Purple Heart as well. Um, again, is, it, is this um, um, you, are you all fully finished with this? Is there any uh, going to be any reconsideration of that taking precedence over the uh, Purple Heart? And also, um, it's been a while since I dealt with awards and decorations. But in terms of the Legion of Merit, my own recollection is that was an achievement medal that was basically for people uh, lieutenant colonel and above. And so it's very rare, as I recollect, that um, any enlisted person got it or any officer that was uh, still in the company grade. Um, got that, so that may be that may rank higher, um, but it's it was basically people work for for senior officers as well. Um, well, uh, with regard to with regard to the Legion of Merit itself, I mean, 
there are, the medals are not based on, on a rank. I mean, they're based on the impact, the, the level of meritorious service. So, you know, although generally, yes, you will see more senior people getting those medals, it is not restricted to the higher ranks. But generally, that's where they go. I would, I would say that's a good generalization. Yeah. Hmm. Um, with regard to your first question, no. At this point, again, this was thoroughly vetted through several um, Joint Chiefs tanks, um, and as well as all of the service chiefs and all of the secretaries uh, over the la over a period of time vetted this, and it was a unanimous decision was brought forward to the Secretary of Defense. So at this point, um, no, the, the decision has been made. Do you get that, Brian? Yes, I, I believe so. The decision has been made. Yep. Okay. And was did anybody else join uh, after Bryant? Did anybody had not, uh, had the chance to ask a question? Okay, we'll go back around to Mark. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have anything to add. I know the Legion is is uh, frankly very opposed to this, and and we just failed to see a distinction between why this would be higher than a meritorious service medal, which seems to encompass exactly the same sorts of things we're talking about here. So I, I, th I think mostly we're just confused at how, granted, as you say, the, the V device on the Bronze Star only goes to 2%, but I, I fail to see how moving it down in order of precedence uh, really encapsulates what the things are. For, I was an infantry guy, so obviously I'm going to be biased uh, right from Jump Street, but the vast bulk of the people we're hearing for, no one is arguing that uh, that there shouldn't be a distinguished warfare medal. I don't. I don't see anyone arguing that. There seems to be uh, great disagreement among my people and from the other people I'm hearing from on the precedence value and, and just the fact that it's uh, it's going to be higher than a bronze star with a V device. I think is what we find most troubling. And I okay. I'd really just I'd love to know what would warrant this medal over an MSM. What action would would fall sort of in the in the median there. What would warrant an MSM but not the Distinguished Warfare Medal, or what would warrant the Distinguished Warfare Medal that's above an MSM? What sort of action? Right. So the, the Legion of Merit and the MSMs are, are generally awarded for sustained meritorious service over a period of time, typically about 24 months, or those are often given at, at retirement and things like that. The key with the DWM, it's for extraordinary non-valorous non achievement which impacts combat operations. And again, it's only going to be awarded for direct impacts on combat operations, so that's the difference. Um, and and the, the Secretary and the Joint Chiefs felt that that deserved to be recognized with a standalone medal. Uh, we certainly understand their concerns, but uh, that they, they felt that, they, that that warranted a distinct recognition on its own. And and I, as a retired, I served 23 years in the Marine Corps. I'm a, I was a combat engineer. I did two tours in Iraq, so I, I do certainly recognize the concerns, but uh, we feel strongly that the changing na nature of warfare warrants this type of new recognition. And uh, Dale, you're next. No, I, I'm done with questions. Thank you very much, uh, ma'am, for the, for the answers to the others. Thank you. Michelle, did you have a follow-up? I was, but I'm not thinking real clear right now. I'm doing two things at one time, so I think I'll pass on this. Okay. And John? Um, yes, I do have a, a follow-up question. Thanks. Um, two things I just wanted to clarify. Um, you said something about the uh, the heraldry department is is still working on this medal, and I'm confused at what you mean by that because I believe when the secretary made his announcement, 
an image of the medal, both uh, front and back, and the ribbon uh, were made available. Has has is that is that just a, a preliminary idea, or is that what the final medal is going to look like? Yeah. Yeah, no, thanks for the opportunity to clarify. No, um, so when the secretary made his decision, the, the way that it works is we work with the Institute of Heraldry um, anytime we create a new award or decoration. And throughout the process, this was briefed to the Institute of Fine Arts to make sure that the proposed designs were in line with history and tradition. And then options were presented uh, to the Secretary of Defense through the Joint Chiefs and the Service Secretaries. And then the secretary chose the design that you saw on the date of the announcement. But now the Institute of Heraldry actually has to go forward with the manufacturing process. We have to actually make the ribbon, mint the metal, and that kind of thing. And that's what's going to take several months. So we expect we'll get about 100 um, in, the, in approximately 45 to 90 days. But the actual metal won't be available throughout the supply system for several uh, months. Does that clarify? Uh, yes, it does very much. And if I get a quick follow-up. Will the medal look the same for all of the services, or will it vary uh, the way the Medal of Honor and some of the other awards vary no, service no, to service? Sure. Good. Actually, that's a great question. No, it will look the same for all services because this is a DOD-wide medal, which will be awarded, even though by the various military department secretaries, it will be awarded in the name of the Secretary of Defense, so one medal. Thank you. Thank you. Gail, did you have a follow-up? No, I don't, thanks. Okay, and uh, Brian. Yeah, just one more. When do you, uh, you, you may have said this and I missed it, but uh, any time frame for when you believe the, the first of these may be actually awarded to anyone? None of the uh, services have indicated they are ready to go, but like we said, it takes approximately 45 to, to 90 days to get the first 100. Um, so I would imagine that if, if a military department is, has anybody ready, we wouldn't see that until at least then. Okay. Hey, William, I do have a follow-up. Okay. Uh, real briefly, I know that the, we have the Valor page, which has all of the other awards on. Will this be included in that page, even though it's in spite of uh, an act of Valor? No. Again, our the, the Department of Defense Valor Awards website, um, only, again, the three uh, – awards for valor which are the medal of honor the service crosses and the silver star those are the only award those are the only awards which are given solely for valor and those are the only awards that will be on that page good i wanted to just clarify that with that being a new page this year as well yeah. and that's a key with the dwm again this this is a non-valorous award that's the difference it, it will it, it it's restricted it cannot be given for valorous actions thank you and uh did anybody else have any follow-ups um, yeah, John Doyle again, very quickly. Yep, go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm had a little trouble hearing uh, when you were explaining uh, the review by the various um, service chiefs, and I think you said they're 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 tanks, and I wasn't familiar with that term, and I just wanted to know what the process, very quickly, what what the process was by the various services and service chiefs in in weighing in on this. Right. Um, so. Again, the services recognized that there was a gap in their ability to um, recognize service members. So it was brought forward, and the way that ideas are vetted in, in the department, they, they call them the chairman of the Joint Chiefs has a tank. And that's the chairman and all of the services come together and they vet these ideas. So, And that's the senior um, service venue for vetting decisions of this nature. And so, again, the idea was brought forward and it worked up through the standard 
staffing change and it was presented and, and discussed by the chairman and the joint chiefs at several of these joint chiefs tanks and then a unanimous recommendation was then brought forward out of the tank to the Secretary of Defense and then was further vetted through the military department secretaries on up on its way up to the Secretary of Defense. Okay, thank you. Thanks for clearing that up. Any other follow-ups? Okay, well, with that, thank you all for your questions. Uh, Ms. Byler, if you have a closing statement, the floor is yours for that. No, I, I don't have any specific closing statement. I, I thank you for the opportunity to clarify again. I, I, we understand and, and we understand everyone's concerns, but we hope that as we go forward with, with the medal that, that people will understand. And again, I guess the final point that I would make is the military department secretaries are the approving approval authority for this, and that authority cannot be delegated, and that was done um, precisely to ensure that we maintain the integrity of the award. Thank you. Thank you very much, ma'am, and uh, thank you again to all of our participants for your questions today. Today's program will be available online at dodlive.mil where you'll be able to access uh, the, the audio for this call and as well as a print uh, story. Again, thank you everybody for your time. This concludes today, uh, today's event. Feel free to disconnect.